Welcome to another episode of the Main Break Podcast. You're with Brian Allen and fellow sports journalist Justine McCullabeasy and Nick Ansell. Today we've got Ian Barnes. He's the Warrnambool Tri Club president and we couldn't have got him on at a better time. It's uh, actually going to be the first day of the Albert Park Virtual Duathlon, which kicks off the Tri Club's uh, 2020-21 calendar. And uh, he's here to fill us in. Um, welcome, Ian. How are you? Thank you. Yeah, doing well. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me along. Yeah, no, it's um, our pleasure. We, Yeah, as I say, we couldn't have got you on at a better time. Um, today marks the first day of the Albert Park Virtual Duathlon, which uh, is going to run for the next week till October, uh, November 1st. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. yep. So, yeah, really excited to kick off the season. It's been a bit of a funny and strange year I think for everyone with due to COVID and um, I admit we all probably at different times thought we weren't sure if we get a season season going and you know with worrying about restrictions and everything like that and at different points we thought we would but but um, but yeah so we're really excited the committee's been working really hard on you know trying to develop a season and um, develop a range of events that we'll be able we can run with the current restrictions and how it looks and making sure that's safe for everyone so and this time we thought we'd run the draft one a little bit different just due to the restriction of only having being able to have 10. So we don't want to be denying anyone or restricting numbers too much that people miss out. Um, we're a club that's always about inclusion and everyone giving it a go. Um, so we thought we'll run it virtually and it's going to be a great way to do it. Everyone gets a chance to, to do it in their own time and their own way. And, you know, so I think it'll be really fun. So, yeah, kicking off today, we've got this weekend and also next weekend for participants to give it a go. I think there's going to be a few small groups um, getting out there and doing it together, which will be really good and really fun for them. So, yeah, really excited to be kicking it off. Yeah, so teams and individuals are invited to get involved and there's two uh, course, two distances courses, if you like, so a sprint and a shorter course. Um, it's a run, ride, run. So that, that's what a duathlon is. It's two out of the three events. That's it, yeah. So if in the past we used to have a little bit of a, a different type of duathlon. It used to have three run legs and two rides, but this year we've brought it back to a nice and simple traditional duathlon, which has got um, just the run, ride, run, or a bit of a longer run at the start. So, and what's exciting this year, we've got two events. Um, due to really popularity in some of the short course events last year, we thought, why, why not extend it into our duathlon? So we've got a a short course and the, the longer sprint distance event for the ones who are looking for a little bit more of a challenge. And as, exactly as you said, we want teams, you know, make it up as you, as you go in a way. If you want to make it a team of three or a team of two and things like that, all part of the fun. So, yeah. And I know your, your season, Ian's obviously starting with the virtual way, such as life in 2020, but yep. you guys are pretty confident that you'll be able to get the bulk of your season in in a normal capacity where everyone gets to meet and compete alongside each other? Yeah, we're really hopeful. Um, we're really hopeful for Kalani to be able to be an in-person event. Um, the way we've been watching the roadmap out um, and we even pushed Kalani out a week to um, hopefully be able to be in that roadmap of um, 50 participants. So we'll still have to probably cap numbers a little bit. Um, so there will be sort of a bit of everyone first in best dressed and everyone jumping in as soon as they know. So... But, yeah, fingers crossed, we really, I think everyone's wanting that face-to-face um, activities back together. I know training's been, we've kicked off our training 
um, which has been in small groups of, of 10. Um, but even just that small group of people getting back together and enjoying exercising together and, and doing it all in a safe manner. But I think people have really loved that, being able to get out of home and just meeting back up with their own friends and, and family and everything. So it's been really good and really fun. Uh, and I was just going to make the note there that um, that uh, Kalani try you've mentioned is November 29th. Uh, that's what it's, it is on the calendar. Have I got that right, mate? Yep, no, yep. That's, yep exactly correct. So, uh, yeah, Sunday the 29th of uh, November, we'll be kicking that off um, with both, again, two different distances. So, again, the short course with all of our events are going to have that a short course and longer distance feel for especially for new members or ones just coming back in and ones just looking for a little bit shorter, um, which should be really good. Both have been really popular. Um, and that will be a traditional um, triathlon, so that the longer course one will be a uh, 500 swim, a 16K bike ride, and a 4.5K run um, with the short short course half that distance, so or each of the laps. So that should be really good. Um, and we're also going to have some kids' events too um, post um, that, so that will be really good too, I think. I think a lot of the kids are looking to get out and you know, get back into sport and things like that. I know they've had a bit of a, a rough year with um, missing out on footy and those sort of things. So hopefully they all come along and um, you know, burn that extra energy off with our uh, triathlons and things like that. So that should be really good. Hey, I'm just wondering, in terms of, um, I guess, where you see triathlon as a sport going um, locally, um, are you projecting... Obviously, it's been, a, as we've all touched on, it's been a weird year, but um, long-term, are you guys forecasting um, growth? I mean, how are you looking at things, um, I guess, for the club in Warrnambool and the sport more generally uh, around our region? Um, I think it, it's, it's always a bit of a tough one to know. I think um, it's, it can be, it's sort of a, a sport that can ebb and flow it a little bit. But after last year, we had massive growth. I think a lot of people, I think we... Um, just altered, you know, gave a little bit more inclusive events, especially with our short course and inclusion of trainings and things like that. Um, I think promotion really, there was a lot of people out there looking for different sport, um, not as structured as some of the football and netball clubs and those things where there's weekly training you have to attend to. So I think people really love coming along to something that's a little bit more casual, a little bit more they can put in what they want to put in, um, come along and, you know, so I think, we had some really good numbers last year. Um, hopefully, we sort of keep building from that year, I think. But it's really looking popular. We've, we opened up memberships, and I think majority of the memberships that we've um, that people have signed up to are now have all been new members, you know, names and faces that we haven't seen before, which is really giving me confidence that we're um, really growing and, and people are, are finding our club is really a good environment and a really good place to be and a really fun thing. So, yeah. I think we'll have a really great season. I think we'll hopefully grow and um, keep going with that. Um, I think triathlons, I think the big triathlons might have a bit of a struggle this year with numbers um, just due to restrictions and things like that. But I think the small local events are really going to thrive in this time because we're small, we're niche, we're fitting in those numbers and people are looking for that local community sport. Um, And, yeah, I think it will be everyone's, I think we're kind of probably... um, timed it really well in the coming out of restrictions a little bit at the moment so fingers crossed we keep going um but i think people are looking for that avenue to get back into something and get out and you know have some fun and get active 
with friends and family and things like that. So I think we're well positioned to, you know, to be able to have people come along to that. So, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to the season. Definitely. I guess in terms of all sports, I guess team sports in particular, one of the big things that we hear a lot is that, I guess, junior participation and attrition rates are such a huge challenge i guess for you guys in triathlon as you said it's a little bit different and that people can sort of put in what they want to put in which makes it quite flexible and appealing um what do you think the biggest sort of challenges and opportunities for the all sport you know uh in this region um i think there's uh i suppose a few challenges in the way that we're quite a distance away from other clubs um a lot of the melbourne-based clubs and things like that so it is difficult for people to attend sort of other club events and things like that. Um, but I think one of the strengths, as you mentioned there, we you know, that allows that people to kind of come and flow and, um, and just be able to do what they want to do, where sometimes the structured sport, you know, forces people to kind of, you know, if they miss out training, well, then they're, they're dropped from a match. So people that maybe have other time commitments. So I think that's where an avenue that triathlon um, can really capitalise on um, and get people in and people's, tend to start. Um, a triathlon probably tends to um, attract a few people that are, you know, a bit older that maybe played team sport looking for something different, especially maybe coming out of football or netball or those sort of things, but really looking to keep active and keep fit. Um, so that's sort of an area that we, you know, and we do attract a lot of people and, yeah, that, that's really good. Um, I think all of us, we struggle um, in that um, sort of teenage category, I think it, it, it's a struggle for you know and a lot of people. We have a, a lot of juniors coming through probably to the age of 12, 13, and I think like all sports, kids drop off playing sports. So I think that's a real challenge for the wider community in sport and how do we keep, especially young girls, um, and we've really got to, we're trying to focus on that this year and try to encourage more teenagers and that to, to stay in part, keep active, um, especially in a a more relaxed and casual atmosphere and not sort of that pressure of if you're not making a side or you're not being selected, you're pushed away. It's like, no, no, our club is for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're at the back, you're at the front, you're in the middle. It's all about finishing. It's all about having fun. And it's all about giving something to go. So hopefully um, we, yeah, we can uh, attract a few more people in that age group too. You speak about that inclusive nature of the club, Ian, and... I remember when I first moved down to Warrnambool probably eight or so years ago and I went to cover some tri-club events and hadn't really covered anything like that before and I was thinking, oh, well, these people are going to be, like, really full-on because, you know, tri-club, you've got to be really into it to do a triathlon. <laughs> and I was amazed at how, like, inclusive and supportive everyone was. Like, every single person across the line got their own special cheer. Um, the encouragement throughout the journey was just amazing. Um and it's obviously something you guys really pride yourself on. And do you think that gives you a point of difference as well to try and get people in? Like, look, we're not scary. Come and have a go. And it doesn't matter if you, you do half of it, the whole thing or a quarter that you'll get that support from everyone. Definitely. And, and thank you very much. It's really, I really love hearing those sort of stories because that's exactly as you said. That's what we pride ourselves on. Uh, we want to make sure that everyone's um, having fun, giving it a go. It's not about winners. It's not about people you know, where you finish or what time you've got. It's about giving it a go and trying something new and having fun. So, yeah, it's something we really pride ourselves on and whenever we're looking at things, we always stop and think, 
we want to make sure that the activities we set, be it training and events and everything else, there's something there for everyone. Um, and we want to make sure everyone feels welcome. And I think it goes back to probably a similar time when I joined the club. Um, and that's probably why I got into the club too, because of um, back then, um, Claire Barra, who's a, who's a wonderful woman, um, was president. And I still remember the first day I didn't know anyone, just rocked up, um, was probably a bit lost, and straight away she knew my name, called out, asked a few questions, and straight away I felt like I could be part of this club. And it didn't matter. You know, I think I was out on the bike too that same day, and some of the some of the guys who were very quick and were speaking past me, I was falling back, were still yelling at my name, cheering me on. And I thought, geez, this is the club I want to be a part of. And I, I think we really try and instill that culture in new members coming through that we want this to be welcoming for everyone. I think that helps um, really keep our numbers coming through because people feel, yeah, I can be a part of this. Um, and it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done or what it is. But no, it's fun for everyone. And that that inclusive nature is something that I'm, uh, you know, I've experienced as well as Justine. So yeah, it's a credit to you guys at the club. Um, Barnsley, yeah, no worries, mate. Um, just uh, yeah, you obviously mentioned um, Claire being the president back then, and you're the president now. I think of uh, this is going to be your second or third season. Is am I right? Second season. Um, and I, I, yeah, I just wanted to take you back to um, when you, you came to, uh, you know, taking on the role of president because, uh, yeah, as we've noted in the paper this year, uh, Katrina Lovell, uh, one of our fellow journalists, she wrote a feature piece on yourself and your wife, Nicole, and um, that was during uh, Organ Donor Week. And, and just to summarise for the, the listeners that uh, didn't get a chance to read that um, piece, but it is on our website if you'd like to go back to it. Um, just to summarise, Nicole had an emergency lung transplant and also needed a kidney transplant, um, which uh, Ian offered to, to donate his. Um, and then, uh, yeah, essentially this led to the paired kidney exchange program. Um, so that's when a person in need of a kidney who has a willing donor um, but is not a match, um, they're paired with a couple which does match and they essentially swap kidneys so yeah uh, Nicole summed it up best when she said um, in the end I have someone else's kidney and someone else's someone else has Ian's um, so yeah um, yeah to read that story made I yeah I really enjoyed reading it and I didn't actually know that about you even though I've interviewed you a few times but I um yeah I don't I don't want to go over the the same ground that Katrina went over with you both but um, this all happened in, I guess, the 2017-2018 time and you obviously took on the presidency and, and Nicole herself is heavily involved with the Tri Club, like she's in the Tri van and doing all the registrations beforehand, so she's a huge part of it as well. Um, and oh, you, she is massively yeah, part of it. <laughs> yeah, and you, you've both um, yeah, you know, had a, a really tough couple of years and then um, I, just from um, kind of... As on a surface level, it seems like you've both decided to dive into the Tri Club and take on key roles. Can you tell us about um, how you came to the decision of being like, yeah, we, we really want to step up our involvement with the Tri Club? Um, I suppose I was probably heavily involved um, beforehand. Um, been on the committee for a couple of years before that. Um, so 
I always sort of maintained and always had a little bit of thoughts that I'd like to maybe give the presidency a go at one point. But as exactly as you said, during those few years that, you know, um, I wouldn't, wasn't able to. And Brett did a, uh, Brett Barker did a great job as our president through those years. Um, but after the kidney was feeling really good, she felt the best she's uh, felt for so, for so long. And, and one of the mottos, I suppose, we live by is, you know, not waiting till tomorrow and, you know, taking opportunities and things like that because you never know what tomorrow might bring. So why not give it a go now? Um, and that was the thing. It, it, I just thought, geez, why not do it now? Um, and she was, you know, I suppose she's grown up a little, you know, or developed too with me doing triathlon. She's been dragged around to a few events around the country and things like that that I've uh, participated in. So she knows triathlon just as well as anyone else more so than me sometimes. Um, so, yeah, she was like, yep. And the ideas that she's had, um, especially around our social media and marketing and, and advertising our events, and is really great at sometimes grounding us into going back to that sort of beginner-style thing because I'll admit, you know, someone who's done Ironman events and things like that, you sometimes get caught up in thinking about those sort of things or what that sort of athlete does and she's like, ah, just slow down there. Think about this from a, you know, a basic level or, you know, think about this for someone new. And you're like, oh, geez, I haven't thought about that. So uh, she's been incredible. Um, and I think she's uh, really enjoyed, um, you know, managing all those sort of sides and really taking a, a massively lead part as part of the club. Um, yeah, couldn't couldn't be doing the presidency without her. So now it's incredible. And I have to thank her for all the hard work and thank you. It's not necessarily an easy situation, but we were like, no, let's jump in, let's give this a go. And uh, and I really wanted to give back to many of the friends and, and members of the club who helped us through our difficult time. Um, you know, they were there for us um, through those years. Um, they gave us support and everything else. So, yeah, we wanted to give back to the club that gave so much to us too. We obviously uh, mentioned the, the inclusion party and in that, but there are obviously in all sports, going to be the standout performers. And I guess for you guys, um, Ruben De Silva-Smith looks like someone who could take his triathlons uh, to quite a high level. What's it been like watching his progression as a young teenager sort of coming through the ranks? Yeah, it's been incredible. Um, exactly right. We've got a few really great um, you know, members up that, that top end. Um, and Jenny Dow is another one, which I'll just touch on too. But, um, but, yeah, Ruben's incredible how he's come through. I think he surprised a lot of people, a, a young kid turning up. Um, I think there was a few who'd been around for a few years and just expected to kind of be on the podium or win, and there's this young kid who pops up with a massive smile on his face and, you know, seemed pretty unassuming and, you know, quite was broken, and then, bang, before you know it, he's up the front and beating him all on the bike. So I think there was a few shocked faces thinking, who's this young guy? What's he doing? So... But no, it's been really great, incredible watching his development over the last 12, 18 months. And, uh, yeah, I think he'll really go to strength to strength. Um, he's a really strong runner and really strong on the bike. And he's, and he's developed his swim um, from probably right at the start when I first met him. Um, that was sort of further back. But by the time Kalani last year um, and Foreshaw last year, he was you know, really up there and then you know leading the pack. Um, but, yeah, we've also... Um, Jenny Dow, which is a world champion triathlete and, um, and duathlete, which is just incredible having part of her, her as part of our club. Um, she's really developing a lot of the 
you know, young members coming through. We've, she's held a few training sessions and things like that, passing on her wealth of knowledge. Um, and she's just incredible and, and an inspiration for all of us to be watching and things like that. The amount of success she's had over her whole career is just incredible. Um, and as I said, I just love sort of getting out there and watching her and learning from her and um, any little tips or tricks that she sort of mentions about what she's done, be it training or during events, we all just soak it all up because we just love hearing from her. And, yeah, she's such an incredible person to have in our club. So really great. And we've got some other young ones. I know um, Riley Ontranen, who's coming through, he's, um, yeah, he'll be another one to watch, I think, in the next few years. So a little bit younger than Ruben, but, yeah, a few more years, and I think he'll be uh, – he swims with us on a Tuesday night, and, yeah, I can't keep up with him. He's uh, been destroying me for a number of years now. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing how his uh, um, triathlon career progresses over the next few years. Awesome. Barnsley, it's great to hear about what uh, the youngsters coming through. And as you said, um, your club embraces and, and wants to invite people of all ages um, to get involved. So um, that's a great part of your inclusive culture. Yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on today. And um, yeah, just, we, uh, we hope that plenty of people get involved in the, the Albert Park Virtual Duathlon, which starts uh, today, 23rd of October and runs to November 1st. Um, next week thank you yeah, free for everyone um, so yeah please jump on and register the event's free we'll, um, and then uh, yeah hopefully we get heaps of people along that and uh, it should be a good one especially with a long weekend coming up so plenty of time to get out there said so grab a friend and um, do it together and uh, double the fun so yeah hope to see everyone along but thank you very much for inviting me along I really really enjoyed the chat thanks Ian appreciate it thanks Ian thank you. thanks Ian appreciate it thank you, thank you. Bye.